Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing everything Widow Jane. We'll go through the history of the distillery, current news, and of course, our personal favorite aspect of the show, the tastings. With me, as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy Kleschik. Andy, how are you doing today? You know, not too bad. Finally, since we last recorded, I finally, finally got a house. Finally got a house. The house hunt is over. <laughs> yeah, finally say Breaking that. Breaking news. Da-da-dun, da-da-dun. That's so, ESPN, but yeah, <laughs> that's awesome, man! Congratulations, thanks. And yeah, you, yesterday was your birthday as well. Happy that belated too. birthday! Thank you. How old are you? Tell the folks how old you are. Um, young spry, but bones don't feel like at twenty eight. <laughs> oh geez, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm thirty already, so you know. But you're that's that's great, man. Lots of exciting yeah. stuff happening. Yeah, a lot of exciting stuff. We just got to go out there and get you a, get you a woman, get you a lady. <laughs> Work in progress. Uh, but yeah, but uh, we're really excited about this one. Um, so why don't we go ahead and dive right on in. Andy, tell the folks everything they need to know about Widow Jane. Of course. So Widow Jane is another one out of New York. Um, they're actually out of... Part of our New York series. Yeah, part of our New York strain here that we're doing. We're doing a New York one next week as well. Yeah. Um, very excited about that. So they're out of, again, actually uh, Red Hook... Um, which is a part of Brooklyn, New York City, um, much like Kings County was last week. Um, and they were founded in 2012. Um, so again, another young dis- American whiskey and bourbon distillery. Um, and they're, they're actually named out of an old uh, limestone mine in uh, Rosendale, New York. Uh, that shut down about 40, 50 years ago. Um, and so it was one, or similar named after it. So the history of it, the name is, um, it was an old limestone mine, like I said, and A.G. Snyder was the owner of the mine. Um, and once he once he died, his wife, um, the eponymous Widow Jane, ended hmm. up um, taking control of the mine, and then it was you know subsequently shut down in... About the 1970s, if I have my dates correct, they're on it. And it was named after her um, because, at least after A.J. Snyder died, um, because, um, you know, she was a much more revered part of the Rosendale community than he was. Hmm. Um, So that's where the name comes from for them. And as a distillery, they actually use a lot of the spring water... um, in crafting their bourbons because it's something that you know much like a lot of kentucky distilleries um who use you know water from the ohio river um you know and in kentucky it's a very very limestone bed rich area that helps make the water a lot um better tasting sifts out some of the impurities in the water and leaves a lot of mineral rich water for them to use um so much like that of course of course, Widow Jane uses it for all their distilling, proofing, all that, for all their different whiskeys that they have. Uh, gotcha. And it was it was something that they... Um, they originally started out, both their bourbons and their ryes um, were sourced whiskeys. Uh, and they started out with their regular, I think just their regular Widow Jane 10-year. Um, although now they have some other products that we'll go into later on. But they, um, it was originally a sourced 
whiskey from an undisclosed distillery, at least in Kentucky, and then Indiana and Tennessee. Um, so it's probably MGP, if I had to take a guess, probably MGP, Dickel, and I don't know who in Kentucky. There's a few people that source there. Right. Um, so I don't know exactly who would be there. But, um, of course, because of this, uh, much like at least the um, Remus, I think it was Remus, and for sure um, Templeton um, rye whiskey out of Iowa that we've done an episode on. Yeah, go check uh, those out. Yeah, they've, of course, had their um, share of lawsuits over the labeling and everything of it. Um, <clears throat> because originally, at least pre-2018 labels, um, you know, they were listing that they were using those sourced uh, whiskeys and bourbons. But then we're also saying that it was bottled by distillery and that they were using that Widow Jane, the limestone-rich water from the mine for the proofing. Um, so any pre-2018 bottles, they got sued over potentially misleading labels on those over really where is this from uh, and really like who's doing everything in the process basically. Um, but of course, like I said, they won a dismissal of that lawsuit because the judge basically said, yeah, any reasonable person is gonna, should interpret this as pretty much exactly as uh, Widow Jane Distillery said, which was, yeah, it's a sourced bourbon using water from the mine and we're bottling it, basically. Gotcha. Um, and I think they we still... this here. Yeah, forgot. Cheers. Cheers. And I think they uh, still use some sourced whiskeys, at least for the 10-year-old, um, to this day. Um, but I think a lot of their... Um, other whiskeys and bourbons that they're making um, they're actually distill, starting to distill on their own. Um, and their mash bill, of course, for all of these will be a 70% corn, 20% rye, 10% malted barley. Uh, and I think all of their products are actually bottled at 91 proof. If I remember correctly, all of them are bottled at 91 proof. I know this one is, at least this 10-year. Yeah. yeah, the Widow Jane 10-year I know for sure is and like they're 12 through 14 or 15 years I think are too um and they have you know of course all of these um all of these are um they have quite a few products and that mash bill goes into them um and all of them range between about 45 and a half so the 91 proof to 49 and a half so 98 proof or no 99 proof rather okay um and I think, I think all the four ninety-one proofers are, of course, their ten-year, which is the one we're trying today, and then their uh, decadence, which is basically straight bourbon blended in maple or aged in uh, maple syrup barrels. They're a straight bourbon, which is a twelve-year-old, lucky 13, 13 year old and a uh, the vaults, which is a fourteen-year-old. I think all those are ninety-one proof, and then their, um, I think their rise. They're two different ryes because um, they have a regular one and then one that's aged in both oak and applewood. Their Baby Jane, which is a pot distilled one. Bloody Butcher, uh, which is their high rye. And then a few others like the Wapsie Valley, Chocolate Malt, and Hopi Blue, which is just kind of experimenting with different corn varietals and stuff. Um, all are the 99 proof gotcha. whiskeys. 
I'm a big fan of the bottle. It's a uh, very unique. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. It almost looks like a... Kind of looks like an older yeah, label. Yeah, it's a definitely an old-looking bottle, old-looking label, like that you would just see in like a, a Western movie or something. Yeah, like, yeah. So it's kind of hard to describe, like very um, uh, oval-shaped and like white, black, plain mm. uh, label. I mean, I'm a, it's like, again, I'm, it's hard to describe, but man, it's a it's a good-looking bottle. Very, I think it's very distinct and stands out. Yeah, it's Absolutely. like it's like the... It's like distinct enough to any so that anybody who knows what they're talking about with it or knows about it would know to see the bottle. Yep. But it's kind of like easily passed up on the shelf of ear, just kind of looking for something standard. It's uh, like you mentioned, uh, four forty-five point five percent alcohol by volume, ninety-one proof. Uh, this is this one we're drinking from today is batch number three hundred and twenty-five, bottle number three hundred and seventy-three, and was bottled sometime in twenty twenty-one. Yeah. And all their, all their other ones, some of those kind of special release ones that they're starting to come out with, like the Hopi Blue or Chocolate Malt, yeah. have even more intricate, cooler-looking labels. Yeah. You uh, mentioned if you it, look at their website. Right. You mentioned it's there in, uh, in kind of Brooklyn area, like south or kind of like west Brooklyn, uh, right um, on the water, like right by the water, a couple blocks down, not far from uh, Governor's Island or kind of like right direct out. You can see the Statue of Liberty. Really cool uh, location there. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really cool location. It's like a red brick. Um, it's like a red brick building, kind of right there down. It has a very Brooklyn hipster vibe to it, kind of. Yeah. Red brick uh, building, but it's kind of like a warehouse there on the in in the Brooklyn area. I'm a big I'm a big fan of the the, the aesthetic and the whiskey, of course. Of course, yeah. I'm hoping we can get our hands on some of the uh, some of the little you know older ones, some of the more unique ones that you were talking yeah. about. But I'm really yeah. excited that we got our hands on this ten year. Oh, yeah. I'm excited, too, about it. All right. You ready for the tastings, Andy? It's that time, yeah. It's that time. Let's do it. Uh, of course, as always, folks, we are going to start with the nose. So I get... I guess it kind of reminds me a little bit of just like a standard Old Forester, like their 86 or 100 proof. I get that. Absolutely. A little bit. Some of that. like It's very bourbon-esque uh, which of course yeah. is, you would want that um, but it reminds me very much in the nose of a stereotypical uh, well-respected bourbon like an old forester yeah a perfect example yeah it kind of gives a little bit of like a dark like a not quite a sweet milk chocolate to me like a sweeter dark chocolate something like that a little bit of fruits in there some like apples yeah like some apples lighter fruits like that yeah um, maybe some pear in there. Pear. Um, I'm getting a little oaky, barely yeah. taste note, no, but, but it's, it's not, not overpowering. It's not, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's give it a let's give it a taste. Give it a taste. Palette tracks pretty well from the nose for me. Yeah, they're pretty similar. Yeah, yeah, very, very, very similar. Getting the, some uh, of those light fruits uh, like that you you mentioned. Um, almost more um, like orangey kind of notes as opposed to a little apple. bit, yeah. It's yeah, like, but I am getting like the um, like the some dark fruit, like uh, or not dark fruit, but you know, like the pear type. Yeah, uh, note. And it, the oak is a lot more prominent for me on the oh, palate than yeah. the nose. Absolutely, it's but good it's, though. It's, yeah, um, like it lets you know it's there, but it doesn't. It's really not overpowering at all. It's not too hot. Um, but it, the aftertaste sticks around with me for a while on the on the on the tongue. Yeah, um, but it's it's pretty lovely. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, I like it a lot. Aftertaste, um, like on the on the back of the throat, 
goes away real quick, but like I said, sticks on the tongue. Very uh, kind of peppery uh, finish there. Oh yeah, high high product. Uh, you know, high quality product. I would say. Just because of its uniqueness and difficulty to find, and that I would say maybe probably outside of Kings County, I think this is probably the best whiskey made in the Empire State, which that we've had, yeah, of course, a big, um, a big state, obviously. Um, So one of the best bourbons coming out of New York, even at the seventy-five dollar price tag, um, I would still, I would still get it. I would still say it's worth it, absolutely. Um, all right, folks, that's it from us this week. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe, leave a review on all those platforms. Go to our social media page. We love our fans there on Instagram and their feedback. Uh, if you, you want to donate any money sometime soon, we're going to be maybe setting something up along those lines. Uh, and we'll, of course, keep you updated on that. We really do appreciate your support. Um, make sure you have a great week. Pour yourself another whiskey. And don't worry, America, we'll be here to drink with you next week.